Hey, um, okay, so this is the scripture reading for today and a little bit of, of commentary. So, you know, this, as I told you, um, I actually had a long conversation with you today about um, the boy. And so I'm going to record this today. You probably won't be hearing this until a few weeks later. But um, like I told you today, we can change this. We can change the format. We can change it however you want to. So let's just stay in contact. And hopefully you're you're listening to it and, and hearing it and uh, developing an opinion about it. So so we'll uh, going backwards. Remember, we had the end was the first time. This is the... Uh, what happened right before that, which is Jesus' resurrection and appearances. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and, going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. At the tomb, when the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Salome brought spices so that they might go anoint Jesus' body. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb and they asked each other, who will roll away the stone from the entrance to the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side. And they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene, who was crucified. Okay, he's not here. See the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in white clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. Trembling and bewildered, the women went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. So Mary Magdalene came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, who was John, by the way, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running. But the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but didn't go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. When Jesus rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven seven demons. 
Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look at the tomb and saw two angels in white, seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and one at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it to who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you've put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped them. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers. Go to Galilee. There they will see me. While the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and reported to the chief priest everything that had happened. When the chief priests had met with the elders and devised a plan, they gave the soldiers a large sum of money, telling them, You are to say, His disciples came in during the night and stole them away while we were asleep. If this report gets to the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So the soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed. And this story has been widely circulated among the Jews to this very day. When they came back to the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all of the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women because their words seemed to be like nonsense. Now that very same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, around seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. And as they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened here in these days? What things, he asked, about Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all of this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women have said, but they did not see Jesus. He said to them, How foolish you are, and how slow to believe all that the prophets had spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And, beginning with Moses and the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all scriptures concerning himself. 
As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going farther. But they urged him strongly, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, they took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There... They found the eleven and those with him assembled together and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened. Thinking they saw a ghost, he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do you doubt why do doubts raise rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I, myself. Touch me and see, a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? He gave them a piece they gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he ate it in their presence. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, was not with the other disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came out and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here, see my hands, reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, my Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to the disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, Nathaniel, The sons of Zebedee and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish. Simon told them, and they said, We'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat. That night they caught nothing. Early in the morning Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, Friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. Throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul in the net because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard them say, It is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. 
When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you've just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153. But even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. Third time, he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him this a third time. Do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all these things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. Peter turned and saw that the disciple whom Jesus loved was following them. When Peter saw him, he asked, Lord, what about him? Jesus answered, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You must follow me. Because of this, the rumor spread among the believers that the disciple would not die. But Jesus did not say that he would not die. He only said, if I want him to reign alive until I return, what is that to you? This is the disciple who testifies to these things and who wrote them down. We know that this testimony is true. Well, that was about 14 minutes worth. Um, So a couple of things I wanted to highlight here, uh, which is the idea of, of uh, brightness that a couple of the times when they went in the beginning to visit the tomb, they saw the the people or the the men st- sitting there. Their appearance was like lightning, and it said another time their clothes gleamed like lightning, um, which is theme of light, and which I'll go into on the next one, uh, which is very interesting about 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 that. Um, you know, another thing is that he first appeared to the women first. Um, you know, he's someone who, who placed women in an area of authority and an area of responsibility that they had never had before. During that time, they were not even seen as almost seen as real humans. They were property. And so Jesus elevated them. He was a, um, uh, an advocate of, of female empowerment long before uh, anybody else. Um, and it took 2000 years almost before, um, women even got that place in modern society. Um, the other thing that stood out to me was, um, well, a lot of things, but, um, he said several times, peace be with you. And I do think that when we're in the, the, When Jesus is in our lives, he does bring peace. When he's with us, he brings peace, which which the opposite of peace is anxiety and worry. 
And so I, I think that's something to really focus on, which is, you know, the, the peace that we all seek to have in our lives really can be found in one place. Um, the last thing I think I would point out was when he talked to Peter and asked him the same question three times, do you love me? And if um, we'll see in the coming, maybe not the next one, but maybe the one after that, where Peter denies that he even knows Jesus when he was standing under uh, trial before he was crucified. They asked him three separate times, three separate people asked him if he knew Jesus, and he said no. He denied him uh, that he even knew him. That's and to me, that's why Jesus asked him three times. Um, so anyway, with that, um, hopefully that may be interesting to you. Um, if it's not, I'm glad that you listened anyway, and we'll have another one later in the week. Love you.